I'm Kate Daniels. It's early May, and the time for us to meet Elaine Park, the author of The Habits of Unity, 12 Months to a Stronger America, One Citizen at a Time. It's the wonderful month of May, which is an awareness month for mental health. This ties well into the theme for May in the 12 Habits, Be Grateful. Gratitude has a very direct connection to our mental health, and we'll discuss that with Elaine as we meet with her. Elaine Park, good morning. It's so wonderful to connect with you once again. And it's wonderful to connect with you, Kate. I'm just so thrilled to be able to speak with your audience and I'm once a month. And I agree that having these monthly, I'm going to call it dates, our morning coffee chats that, <laughs> that we get together and we have an opportunity to really set a tone for the month ahead. And with the Habits of Unity, 12 months to a stronger America, one citizen at a time. So actually, this is the the fifth time that we're getting together and we are celebrating the month of May. And May always feels like such an exhilarating time because for us here in North America, we're thinking of springtime, even though it may not always feel like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> that it feels like spring. But it is springtime, a, a sense of hopefulness and freshness. And the thing that's very exciting as I look at the month of May in this book, 12 Habits, the focus is gratitude, to be grateful. And there's just so much that's great and good about gratitude and, and feeling grateful in, in terms of what it means for us, not the very least of which is mental health, that there's been medical research that shows that gratitude affects some part of the brain that really makes us be healthier. It re, uh, regulates our stress and anxiety. And you write about that in the intros uh, chapter, intro page to May in yes. this book, right? Yes. Yes, there's a lot of reasons why. Well, I think I may have told your audience in the in the introductory interview we did that I had the enlightened idea that we could make each month of the year like a brand name for one of 12 aspects of living happier, living better, living more purposefully. But a group of citizens in a little community in Pennsylvania spent a whole, almost a year saying, okay, you know, which month is going to be what? So there, it was a lot of thought given as to why each month is its habit. Like, we've just come out of April, which was to take care of our environment, because, of course, that was Earth Day. But because you can't make a habit in one day, you know, our 12 habit model made the whole month of April the month to take care of our environment. May is be grateful for a lot of reasons. And, and, and the group was, this will be this is kind of cute because a lot of people in the group thought that November should have been be grateful because of Thanksgiving. But we all finally agreed that, that Thanksgiving is sort of a positive attitude, which I'm giving you a little preview that November is be positive, but that May has Mother's Day and Veterans Day. It's the end of the year. It's Mental Health Month, and, and, and gratitude is considered one of the most fundamental uh, qualities of someone who is moving into better mental health. I mean, if you have, if you're able to feel gratitude as a dominant feeling in your life, then, you know, then you're, you're, you've overcome a lot of negative things. So that 
That's why we made May the month to be grateful. And the color for the month of May is grateful pink. And in our philosophy, you know, cool, the cool guys wear pink. (laughs) Guys can, guys can be grateful and wear pink too. (laughs) Right. So as I think I told you before, uh, I, I, my, my closet looks a little bit like a, a thrift store because <laughs> I have my clothes all organized by color. And I really do wear the color of the month, as do many people in the communities who have participated in this and people who are starting to get into this. So this is Grateful Pink Month. So if you're going to a nail salon, you're going to get your nails done or buy some nail polish, you know, paint them Grateful Pink <laughs> and tell people that that's what, because every time you look at your nails, You'll be reminded that you're going to be grateful this month. That just packs so much information into into gratitude, what it means for us by looking at your nail color or what you are wearing, to be reminded of gratitude. Because when that is our focus, when we think that, we're not going to be thinking other kind of negative thoughts or making judgments you know that in itself is so change making for not just ourselves but everyone around us and 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 you realize when you're focused on gratitude for the whole month that you could be the leader in that you know a number of years ago and i think she's still very much in favor in favor of it but i it kind of went national as a popular thing uh, Oprah asked everyone to start a gratitude journal. Well, in 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 our book, and in my book, one of the things I ask people to do is follow a lead that I started many years ago. Once May became, you got to remember, May has become the month to be grateful for me for many years now. So I started a personal tradition that it, in May I catch up on all the thank you notes that I just didn't get out. You know, someone had me to dinner in December or, you know, someone did a kindness some other earlier part of the year. So last year, actually, I sent out 73 thank you notes during the month of May, you know, just catching up on on letting people know that I appreciated them and valued them. Little things that I might have done at the time, but just didn't get around to. And we all could do that, you know, just catch up on letting those people who've been there for us or had us to dinner, or given us any kind of a kindness, you know, letting them know that we appreciate them with a thank you note. And maybe in general, it's why we appreciate that they are in our life, what they mean to us. I mean, just to think of that arriving in the mail, which it's rare to be getting mail generally. So to receive a card that says something about what we mean to someone, I I don't know that there's a gift that's any greater than that. Exactly. And that's why May is dedicated to reminding us all to do that. We heard from one family um, who, you know, who must have the book and be practicing this, that um, they had decided to make take a day for each person in their family and they would make that their special day. So everyone in the family makes that, they gave each person a day to tell them how much they appreciated them and make them really feel valued in the family. You know, that's kind of a cool thing. Very. And when you 
practice that within your family, right? then tying this back to mental health, how much stronger and more confident does each member then grow to be because of that acknowledgement? Well, there's no doubt about it. And again, it goes back to a story I told your audience way in the beginning, the story about the Cherokee parable, mm-hmm. uh, where the grandfather was telling his grandson about the two wolves, the wolf of good and and love and the wolf of evil and negativity, and they're fighting for control of our lives inside of us all the time. And the little grandson said to his granddad, well, Grandpa, you know, which wolf wins? And the grandpa's answer was, the wolf you feed. And there is nothing better to feed the good wolf, which really needs feeding in our country today, by the way. Mm. Um, You know, the best food for the good wolf is letting others in your life know that you value them and you appreciate them and that they really matter. Because everyone wants purpose. Everyone wants to feel like they matter and feel like they're important in someone else's life. And we're just getting away from remembering to, to take just a few minutes here and there to do that. And so by taking the whole month of May and saying, this is a month that I'm really going to pay attention to not only letting other people know that, that they're appreciated, but, you know, save a little for yourself. I mean, save a little of, of that appreciation and gratitude for yourself. Maybe you've achieved a goal recently. You decided you were going to lose some weight or you decided that, or you made a commitment to help a neighbor or you know, you're, you're a very important part of the gratitude network that you will be building for yourself in, in May. And certainly whatever goals we've set for ourselves and say it is even to send one thank you note to a friend, different friends throughout the month to really express gratitude to ourselves for yeah. for being such an agent of goodness in our world, adding that positive energy out there. Well, you know, we certainly need it. I think it's very hard to live in a world where we feel so much divisiveness and conflict going on. I just read the other day a Wall Street Journal study said the only thing Americans agree on is that we're the divided state of America, states of America. I mean, it's a sad thing. And your own sense of empowerment up, you know, what can I do? But what you can do is what is there around you. You can reach out and let people you know and people who have done things for you or people who you know have been good to other people. If we can keep that emanating gratitude from us, and we are creating a network. We're feeding the good wolf, and it will spread out from us. If you are a social media user, use May to put entirely uh, messages on social media that are all about being grateful and encouraging other people to do that. I mean, this can grow into a national momentum that over the course of a year, all Americans will be celebrating Help Others in January and know that you count in February and resolve conflicts in May and take care of your environment in April and now be grateful in May. That's what my dream is. 
is that someday all Americans will come together. And because we're all together, like celebrating holidays, then the energy around reigniting these positive behavior and attitudes among us, because we're feeding the good wolf, will become very powerful in America. But it needs you, Kate, and me, Elaine Park, and the audience, and every reader of the book, and everyone out there to make it happen. Yes, one by one. And there's a great energy about this. It's definitely much more powerful to have this energy and share it. So we need to to use that in this manner to be that force of good change in our world. Right. I mean, we all want it to happen, but I'm afraid, you know, so often we've gotten used to what I call trickle down. But unity and kindness, it's not going to trickle down. It has to come from us. And one of the things I was talking about in another interview the other day was that the last time a huge national movement about good went viral was the Pay It Forward movement, and that was 15 years ago. The movement before that was Random Acts of Kindness, But there has not been a big national movement energizing Americans to come together about feeding the good wolf and and about good behavior and appreciating one another instead of criticizing or blaming one another. There has not been one for 15 years. So it's time. Mm. Definitely, it's time. And today is then a great day to begin. Today, as we honor mothers all those who have mothering roles in in our lives, as we honor them and are grateful because we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't exist without our mothers. That's an excellent way or place to start expressing gratitude. Well, I mean, going all the way back to ancient times, you know, being able to appreciate mothers is the essential heart of where appreciation grows and comes from. And I do think it's wonderful that we have a national holiday and my children and their families live quite a ways from me. So the uh, flower delivery man is already dead here today. <laughs> so That's I'm beautiful. Day a, little, a little bit early, but I'm sitting here on the phone with you, Kate, not only as an author of the habits of unity, but also as a mother who appreciates that there's a beautiful bouquet of flowers in my home because my children appreciate me as their mother. So isn't that lovely that, you know, that symbol brings it home to their remembering, their expression of gratitude. You are grateful because they remembered and they share it in such a way. And that's how that gratitude movement really grows because it just really percolates up. There's a, the, I'm actually reading from the book on Mother's Day. It says, mothers are real people in our own lives. And, you know, you're speaking to me as an author, and I'm speaking to you as an interview with the lovely radio program in Seattle. But, you know, we're mothers. Mothers are real people in our own lives. The concept of mothering symbolizes the quality of cherishment, the lovely word, for all living things, hence Mother Nature. Mothers aren't perfect, but they are yours. This month, take time 
to do more for your mom than send a card or make a quick phone call. Start by asking yourself, what would mom like from me today? So there's a cute quote in here from a little kid at age 12. It says, you only have one mom and you should appreciate her. Another quote is, a company held a contest for kids with the theme, the nicest thing my father ever did for me. One youth answered, he married my mother. (laughs) (laughs) There's wisdom. (laughs) Yes, there's real wisdom. And then the praise phrase for today is, thanks, Mom, you're the best. So all your audience out there, be sure between now and Mother's Day, you call your mother or the person that raised you um, and say, thanks, Mom, you're the best. That's all it takes. Yes. That that remembrance, that acknowledgement uh, are, are so huge. And here's another piece of expressing gratitude. When we, okay. when we do that, we can't help but feel good ourselves. It's one of those gifts that keeps on giving because going out, it comes right back. And it circles around in, in such a, a great and, and in, uh, in uh, what fully encompassing way that provides, again, that good energy in our lives and in our world. Oh, Kate, I love that perspective. Yes, that is a very important aspect of it. When we're giving gratitude, it's it's like throwing a boomerang. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's coming yes. right back at us because we're feeling it. It's just, it's it's technically when we're you know when we're showing gratitude, it's a specific form of of helping others. You know, helping others is January's habit, and that means you know, like giving them something or doing something for them or whatever. But just expressing gratitude to people is also helping helping others. And so when that happens, it's going to come back to you tenfold. And it has also an effect of, um, I'm going to use the word, it's disarming, in the sense that by giving someone uh, that kind of compliment, by being grateful for who they are, it, it, it just makes them kind of stop in their tracks and say, oh, Oh my goodness, it just can change again that energy to being um, such a force of good for that individual yes. and for ourselves. Actually, it takes me back to a to a story my for, for various reasons, my younger son was having a real trouble with self-esteem. So, when I developed a thing with him where it was called I-L-Y-A-I-T-Y-T. Okay, those are the letters. Mm-hmm. And it stood for, I love you, and I think you're terrific. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, because, so I always added, you know, not just that I love you, but also I think you're terrific. And it, so we, over the years, even now, you know, he's, almost 50 years old and now we, still, we still send notes back and forth and they all actually there's a, a it might be in may actually the ily aityt might be one of the may uh probably is in may if, if one of your audiences has already gotten the book they might want to look and find it but it is the story of my son and how i knew he needed in addition to the love he needed reinforcement every day that that he mattered and 
you know, he said in, in later years that he, he really felt like it made a difference. And, and that, too, is just such an incredible gift. And obviously, it's, it lives with him every single day and still makes a difference for him yes. in his life. And that means, you know, the same is true for us as we share the different kinds of ways of being grateful to those around us. Which, in fact, actually, that, that's a really good connection to uh, another part of the month of May, near the beginning of, uh-huh. of this section, is the appreciation snowball. I think that's another yeah. good image, that gratitude is like a snowball. But this yeah. is different, that... Um, it, it actually is from an activist. She created this long list, and yes. we can make our own list. But shall we share some of those, Elaine? All right, let's do that. Okay, so some of the ones on her list are be eager to do things asked of you. Don't be too busy. Here's very important. Notice something yourself that needs done and then be willing to do it without complaining or being asked to do it. I mean, Parents, there's that dynamic between parents and kids. You know, the kids are supposed to have their chores and so forth. But it's a bigger dynamic than that. You know, each of us can can actually see something it needs doing. I was coming out of my street the other day, and one of our neighbors just got a big, a, a husky puppy that's gotten pretty big. And it was tied out front, and it had taken their front doormat, and it was just starting to chew up their front doormat. So, so I pulled off the road, and one of the cars was there, so I presume one of the parents was at home. So I found their number in my phone, and I called them, and he answered, and I said, and I told him, I, I said, I'm telling, I'm tattling on your puppy. <laughs> so he, he was able to go out and save their doormat from the puppy. <laughs> but, you know, it took me all of a minute. Right. To just, I saw something that needed doing, and it took me two minutes stop my car and make a phone call to the neighbor who was able to come out and solve the problem. And I went on with the rest of my day. So when you notice something, be willing to do it. Put sunshine in someone's cloudy day with a kind word or a sincere compliment. And it's even better when it's unexpected. Seek out elderly people and show that someone appreciates them by sharing, you know, just a hug or a smile or a story. Appreciate yourself, and that's one of the things I said earlier. Do something you've always wanted to do. Count your blessings and your talents. How have you helped others appreciate themselves? Here's a lovely one. Appreciate the arts. Go to a concert or a gallery. I mean, how many of us have been wanting to go to a concert or a gallery or a play or or a program at a school or just something nearby, and we don't take the time to do it? But when we show up, then we are showing appreciation for all the hard work that went into putting on whatever that event was that we took our time to attend. Count your blessings. Fill a box with slips of paper with blessings written on them. Share the blessings box with yourself when needed. Penny jar. Put a penny in for each act that shows appreciation. Remove a penny for negative acts. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Use all the pennies in the jar for a class treat. So, you know, there are just so many ways you can show appreciation. 
But the key to the 12 Habits, the Habits of Unity book and our approach is that you work on that one behavior. It's not that you don't do any of the rest, but you work on that one attitude or behavior and keep it in your mind. Think about it first thing in the morning. This is the month to be appreciative. Wear pink. Paint your nails pink. You know, do something so that all during the month of May, you have done some little thing each and every day to build that habit of, of gratitude in your own heart more strongly, perhaps, than it was there before you went through this month. And that's the thing, calling this the the habits of unity. Habits become a natural part of ourselves as they're repeated. So to consider this for 31 days this month, to keep repeating it, it then really kind of hits us at that cellular level and just becomes more natural in ourselves. But we keep repeating it each month in different fashions so that, you know, we only become the better versions of ourselves. Well, there's a lot of going back to mental health, which this is mental health month. And, you know, the main issue with mental health is that we have a cognitive mind, but then we have a subconscious mind. And what happens to all of us is that the negative traumas that we've had drop into our subconscious mind. So that if you ask, Everybody in the United States, you know, would you like to be happy? You know, would you like to not have problems in your life? And we, we all want that kind of a life. But what happens is the traumas get in our subconscious and they, um, they, they get in the way of us actually being able to be consciously the person that we want to be because our subconscious rears itself up. That's what you know, that's what anger management is about. You know, the anger comes out. That's where post-traumatic stress syndrome comes out. It's coming out of the subconscious. But what can get into the subconscious is habit forming. So in our subconscious, along with some of the negative traumas we may have, in our subconscious is brushing our teeth. In our subconscious is driving. You know, we can drive and talk and do other things at the same time because knowing how to drive is subconscious. So the, the habits of unity is, is a way to take 12 aspects of having a happy life and giving each of us a tool to bring, this, to bring those habits into our subconscious and replace some of the negative uh, traumas that may be there and give us positive way, positive habits in our subconscious that are good for us. And that, that's the only way that you can replace the negativity in the subconscious is with habit forming. And not only do we owe it to ourselves, because as you were saying, Elaine, when asked what do we want, we want to be happier. We want to have this richer kind of life. And it's in our control, going back to the legend of the Cherokee. Yes. Exactly. But it's our but it's the it's the traumas. And the things that have gotten down into our subconscious, um, and and again, this is where mental. This is why this is such a perfect uh, habit for Mental Health Month. That you know that control us when we least want them to. And so we have angry outbursts. We have road rage. We have you know people treating each other with incivility. Um, but 
that isn't really who they want to be. They really want to be the positive. They want to make habits out of the positive, healthy things that bring a happy life. And that's what the Habits of Unity is there for. And that's what we're hoping to bring to America you know, gradually as this grows across our country. I, I'm, our goal is that the Habits of Unity will become a new national movement for goodness, just like random acts of kindness and pay it forward. And it's long overdue. But I'm saying to your audience directly, this is the month to be grateful. Remember that you're hearing this conversation between Kate Daniels and I. And besides starting today, that you're going to think about being more grateful for the whole month of May. Um, You can get the book. You can go on our website at 12 Habits for All of Us. That's 12 as a number and 4 as a number. 12habitsforallofus.org. You know, for absolutely free, you can see what the months are, and you can get involved in this movement to uplift our country with the unifying good that we need. Absolutely. And for all of this, Elaine Park, I am grateful for you. (laughs) Thank you, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good note to wrap up on. I do, too. I thank you very much. I'm grateful for you as well. And the fact that you care enough to influence your audiences with the positive good things. 